Welcome back everyone, episode 470. This past weekend, I followed my own advice. In the last episode, I shared some recommendations on how to make yourself uncomfortable. One of them was to get up extra early on a weekend day and get out to watch the sunrise. Okay, I didn't make it that early, mostly due to my own decision not to push myself unnecessarily because I knew it would be foggy and overcast and the sunrise wouldn't have been visible. But I had made a plan to go to the beach. Not right away. Last weekend was my rehearsal on Sunday, so I kept the weekend free of any plans in order to prepare as best as possible. But then it somehow occurred to me in the course of the week that I can rehearse my speech anywhere. And what better place than to rehearse in nature, my favorite place. I combined the less attractive task of rehearsing with something I love. And this allowed me to look forward to Saturday morning. By 7 a.m. I was on the road to the beach. I have my favorite beaches around here, but I decided to explore a new one. I looked up a hiking path near the beach because I wanted to walk for a while while rehearsing my speech. I arrived early. My car was the first in the parking lot and there was nobody on my trail. Good so far. It was a very narrow trail. I rehearsed for a little while, but after a mile or so, my trail somehow disappeared. I didn't spend much time studying the trail before leaving the house. It was a trail that once paralleled to the shore, so what could go wrong? It looked long enough on the map, but I know now that a line on a map can be deceiving. Now I had to put my rehearsal on hold because I had to figure out where the trail goes. There were sections that resembled the trail, but it wasn't always clear. I wasn't worried about getting lost. From all my climbing adventures, I'm not scared anymore of the unbeaten path. This, especially, was an easy trail. Not being able to find it didn't mean I would get lost. It just meant I would have a rougher terrain to walk on. It also meant that I couldn't focus very well on rehearsing. On the other hand, however, I was inspired. Instead of focusing on my speech, I couldn't help but think about the meaning of the unbeaten path. I talk about it in my speech that I am rehearsing. I have been on that path many times in my life. I'm on it right this moment as I'm figuring out where to take this speaking thing next. We all have been on the unbeaten path at times, either because we decided to undertake a new challenge or because we were forced by unexpected circumstances. As I tried to navigate my way on that path on Saturday, a path that I could have dodged at any point by simply cutting over to the beach, but a path I wanted to stay on, particularly because I wanted to walk more and because I wanted to find out where it takes me. So many similarities came to mind. The unbeaten path in nature to our unbeaten path in life. But thanks to all the information available to us now, the path seems to always be somewhat beaten. No matter how challenging of an adventure we pick, we can always find some odd duck out there on the internet that has done the same thing, or at least something similar. And they proudly documented their journey step by step. 
My five-day fasts come to mind, of which I have done too. Each time I read in detail about what others went through. Someone measured their blood glucose levels and tracked them. So I did that too. I don't even know why I did it, because when you don't eat, your glucose levels are always low. But thanks to other people's documentations, I took precaution and I took electrolytes, because I know from previous low-carb experiments that my potassium gets low and that gets my heart rate up. But despite all the information available, actually walking the path has to be done by us. And from my climbing ventures, I know one thing. No matter how much research we do prior, we always run into issues that are not in our book, on our map, or on the many printouts we always carry along. The biggest drawback of the unbeaten path is that it is scary because it's uncertain. Where's the trail? Did it end completely or will it pick back up later? What if I cannot find it at all? Most of my disagreements with my climbing partner don't happen when we climb. We are a pretty good climbing team. But they happen when we are hiking. Hiking trails are often more obvious because lots of people hike them. There's often signage, maps posted on trails and lots of information available online. But approaches to the mountains are less obvious. There are hardly any maps available for that. Tourist areas like Yosemite may have small posts with a carabiner sign, but I haven't seen them much, and I think they're mostly meant for hikers so they don't get on the wrong path and end up on a crag. It often takes us over rough terrain, rocks, bushes, dense trees, and even if many people walk along there, the tracks are not visible like they are on a forest trail. Climbers sometimes leave markers for each other, small rocks piled on top of each other, indicating the way. But it's not always clear what route they are leading to. Hence, we quite often argue whether or not we are on the right path. It's a repetitive situation. I will say, this doesn't look like the right path to me. My partner will say, there is no path. I will argue, but there should be some sign of usage. Or, I've seen markers before, but now there aren't any. He usually then answers, just look for the mountain and orient yourself that way. He is comfortable in the wilderness. He can orient himself and probably would always find back to the car. I'm less of an outdoor expert and therefore I'm less comfortable with the unbeaten path. He will find a path. I want to find the path. If there is no path, he will make one. I'm afraid making one will get us even more lost. Just like in life. We make an investment into something new and risky, time, money, effort, and we don't know if it will pay off. Maybe it works for a little while. Then the going gets rough and we debate. Did we make a mistake somewhere? Should we have done something differently? Should we call this whole thing off? Everyone who ever started a business knows this well. Anything new starts scary and uncertain, but only in the beginning. The flip side of the unbeaten path is when you did it, when you walked it and then you look back. Even if you didn't reach the destination, 
as you had hoped, even if it looks a little different than you imagined. But you did it. The sense of accomplishment is one of the best feelings I know. I feel happy most often as a result of having accomplished something major. So the biggest advantage of walking the unbeaten path is that it is more rewarding than doing something we have done before. The constant focus keeps us not only alert, but also alive. Compare that to doing something you've done many times. It becomes second nature. If you walk the same trail every Saturday, then you will eventually know every bush, every tree, every hole on the path. Sure, you're out there, you're walking, you're getting into nature, but your senses stop being engaged because they already know what's ahead. There's less excitement with knowing what's to come. When my not-so-apparent trail merged with the beach and I saw only my footprints in the sand, I kept thinking about our fascination with footprints in the sand. I know I'm not the only one who snaps Instagram shots of my footprints. And I think it has to do with the fact that we are the ones leaving a track. The only ones, the first ones. Our footprints left a mark. We were here. We walked this for the first time, at least today. And it makes us feel special. I guess that's why people carve their names into trees or rocks at the end of long hikes. Accomplishments make us feel confident, capable, and validated. And that makes them so worth it. Because we did something on our own. We made it happen. We created our own experience. Next Sunday is my birthday, and I will be climbing Cathedral Peak in Yosemite, if everything goes well. It's not a technically difficult climb, but it peaks at 10,500 feet, making it a very high climb. The approach is a steep two-hour hike, and the descent is scary. The climb itself will go slow because of the altitude. It's a popular climb, so we will start very, very early. It has been done by many people before, but I have never done it. It will be my birthday present, a present I will create for myself by climbing. My partner has climbed it before, so I will have a little bit of certainty. But how I do, how challenging it will be for me, I don't know. I could easily say, no, let's do something easier. It's my birthday, after all. But I want to create a memory for my birthday. And the only way to do that is by doing something hard and something unpredictable. I want to leave my own footprints. Often, we are not comfortable on the unbeaten path. We want certainty. We want to feel safe and protected. And we want to know where we are going. I am the same way. This is why I challenge myself in climbing. Because that is the one area where I feel comfortable taking a risk. Maybe because the challenge is physical and I know I can pull through tough challenges if I need to. But in many other areas of my life, I struggle. I don't trust myself. I'm scared of people saying no, of things not working out. For my rehearsal on Sunday, I invited someone I just met. A professional contact, not a friend. We had only met a couple of times and exchanged contact information on LinkedIn. I debated for a long time 
I think I was more scared of asking this person to come to my rehearsal than I am of climbing that mountain next weekend. But I did it. I invited him. And he came. I was so happy, mostly with myself, for having dared myself into the discomfort of trying what scares me most. When we forge the path, climb over obstacles, figure out a direction and make it happen, we are collecting the reward. We look back at our footsteps proudly. We look at the fruits of our labor, the outcome of our creation, and it feels rewarding. The unbeaten path is the ultimate discomfort, exactly because we haven't walked it before. You see, our entire life is an unbeaten path. We may have been given certain genes and characteristics that we are stuck with, but where we take our life is completely up to us. We can spend it trying to step into the footsteps of others, following what everyone else is doing and never taking a risk of our own. But then we miss out on the joy and excitement that this life has to offer. So I encourage all of you, let's take the unbeaten path more often. Let's do things that scare us. We will get so much further in life. I know it because I've seen it. I see it just based on the few things I have done in the past few years, including this podcast. The Unbeaten Path. Where is yours? Find it and walk it. Much love, my friends.